everybody, how you doing out there? This is Scott with Mike, and we have Norman with us again tonight. And we're going to tell you the truth tonight. We're going to let you know about something that you may not know about. That um, Mike, did you hear that Honda is recalling over 750,000 vehicles in the United States over no. a defect involving their airbags? No, I really didn't hear all that. Tell me about it. Well, the front passenger seat weight sensor may crack and short circuit, failing to suppress the airbag as intended. Can you imagine an airbag blowing out, or, uh, you know, just going out on somebody that's driving along? <laughs> wow, uh, that would be something. And did you know, can you imagine also that um, the reason that happened is because of the, when, during the manufacturing process, um, Honda made a statement and said that it had 3,834 warranty claims and there were no reports of injuries or deaths um, since the recall from June of 2020. But in a bid to explain how the defect originated, Honda told us that after a natural disaster impacted the manufacturing plant of a subcontractor, a supplier temporarily changed the base material in the printed circuit board of the seat weight sensor and the alternative material used could allow additional strain to the printed circuit board and that's what's causing the defect and causing the airbag to not be held back. <laughs> wow, I can't even see an uh, airbag coming at me about 90 miles an hour. I know, that would be scary. Really would. I had one, no, I had one blow up on me one time and I was wearing my glasses, man, it was unbelievable. Oh. Yeah, the cuts under my eyes after that. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, unless you're having a head-on collision, you don't want to have an airbag open up on you. <laughs> well, that's the truth there. The only way to deflate the airbag is to put a knife through it. Yeah. You know, Norman? Yeah, uh, I agree, that's bad. Uh, I mean, it's with the, you know, the other... Recalls we have had in the past. But you know what? Uh, Honda, Honda and uh, Toyota is a significant. Uh, they used to be really, really, really good cars. So this country got a hold of helping with the manufacturing of those cars, and boy, they show you where we're going. Wow. Yeah, for sure. You know, and Toyota in December recalled 1.12 million vehicles worldwide because of a short circuit and a sensor could cause their airbags not to deploy its design. Mm -hmm. And in December, Honda recalled 4.5 million vehicles worldwide over risk of fuel pump failure. So that, that's a lot of vehicles, you know? Well, correct. Also, if the airbag deployed as a, a part of it, inside is more likely to explode and shoot wow. sharp metals and the fragments of, you know, sharp metals, throughout the car and you know wow. it could be uh, someone gets seriously injured or even caused death that happened yeah. to, uh, it may have happened to a few drivers or passengers so you know uh, Todd yeah that, that's, that's pretty scary yeah uh, I believe that the Honda, um, Honda is recalling um, let me see if I remember this right. Uh, it's including the, um, the 2020, 20 through, and through 2022 pilot. That's a... Yeah. 
That's C right. Uh, Civic Sedan, the HRV, the Odyssey 2020, uh, Civic, Civic, yeah, a whole load of cars are recalling. So I suggest to everybody out there who's listening to us, call your local dealership, see if your Honda has been recalled or not. If it has, take it in. It's not going to cost you nothing to have it fixed. Yeah, do it soon because you don't want that thing opening up on your passenger. Or you're in you for that fact. Yeah, you're right about that, Todd. You might have to go buy your football helmet and wear it. You need a fix, huh? <laughs> yeah, really, that might be a way to protect yourself instead of getting slammed when you're not thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be some person with a yeah. football helmet in a hey, car. I got a better idea. I bought a motorcycle helmet with a flipper down to protect your eyes. that topic I think that since most of these are these cars are made in Detroit I think I'd like to see all the labor force making these cars come back home you know all cars should be made yeah. back in home in the United States you know? yeah let's face it uh, some corporations out there they go overseas because of the labor's cheap yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, in China, maybe they get like two yen or three yen an hour, whatever the rate may be, you know, versus yeah. uh, maybe 13 or better dollars an hour here, whatever their rate is here. Yeah, well, you know, we got, we got a brainwash on the American way, but you know, when cars were in Japan and China or whatever, they were. You know, you didn't have much problems out of them. Now you got these American cars, which we Americans and uh, uh, they're known for not lasting until you make the last payment. Proper payment, you know? Well, I yeah. kind of like when you had the older cars that you actually could stick your hands down inside of it and work on the engine. But now, it just takes these special tools to get in between these little cracks that they put the parts so close together. Well, you know, my problem is, uh, Mike, is that the special tools that make those funny, but you can't hardly buy those either. And so you got to go back to the dealer or the manufacturer or some yeah. huge mechanic to have that car fixed because you don't know the transmission exactly. anymore, you know? Oh, absolutely. They make it impossible to fix, so you have to go to a mechanic. <laughs> oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. do it on purpose. Oh, yeah, of course they do. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, you, you want to do something simple like put in a new air filter and you look under your engine, it's like, okay, how many things do I got to take off to get the air filter out? You know? <laughs> it used to be one wing nut, you know? Now it's like a whole bunch of stuff you got to take off. 
I'm still, I would still like to know what's going to happen when they have all these electrical cars and they do away with the gas totally, okay? Uh, thinking that, what would you do if you're on a long journey on an electrical car and there's no charging stations in between your two points? Well, well, I would pretty much say that person is screwed, okay? I mean, let's face it, no one can come and say, let me put a couple of gallons of gas in your car. No, well, sorry, right, can't do that. You but, know, I saw a picture of, you know, when I, those bad storms were going and those, all those cars got stranded on the highway and they were just stuck for like days. And then they said, how'd you like to be in an electric car and your battery runs out and you're stuck in this? And it's just, every, all the cars were just stopped on the freeway, just covered in snow. Can you imagine? Oh, man. All the trees to death. You know, there's a term for that. Oh, hell, my car crapped out. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. <laughs> so, no electric car charging stations nearby. <laughs> exactly. Need a portable. Like, what are you going to do for heat, man, if a car goes out and you're on a snowy road? What you going to do for I heat? know. Well, as my statement was before, I think that person totally screwed. I don't, you I, know? I think they should have gas backup on all those cars. Make them all hybrid, you know? Like, well, Biden's trying to make it so it's all electric, so. I know. Like, so what are we going to do here? You know? You damn if you do and damn if you don't. So, you know. It'll never fly, though. They're not going to stop making gas cars. I think they ought to go back to the gas cars. They don't mind the electric and gas. They're going to come up with fuel cell cars. Never know. Run on hydrogen fuel cells. There you go. <clears throat> Running on water. <laughs> oh yeah, but you could, I guess, you know, bring back the old steam engine. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I don't know how they work, but they're pretty. It's pretty amazing technology, from what I understand. It's like extracting the hydrogen out and somehow using that as an energy source. But they have they have the technology now. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they got. They got they got electric cars that are all flying cars, like in, in Dubai and stuff. They got flying taxis. They're all electric. Everything you see on YouTube, all electric. You know these flying cars. Mm -hmm. It's like what's the bad? It goes dead in the the sky. You can just glide down and crash. Well, they they have those flying cars, except okay, no one's really telling the people the full story, and that's you still need to take the course on how to fly. <laughs> all right. You well, still need a pilot's license. <laughs> you, you do, yeah, uh -huh. you do. You'll still need a pilot's license, and I'm going like, well, how about this? Okay, I'm not stopping these stoplights. Put the wings out. I'm going, you know. Yeah. Okay, come on. I can just visualize this. Person says, why can't I fly, officer? You have a pilot's license? The officer says, no. Can't fly. Yeah. And how would they, how would they justify that? If the supposing the car is up in the air, exceeding the speed limit, how would they justify giving that person a ticket? <laughs> I'd like to see that one. Yeah, um, really. Like, speed limit on airplane. <laughs> like, uh, all over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. That would be funny as hell. Yeah. Yeah, I told you. It would be good. Hey, you know what time it is? 
Time to go. That's what it is. It's time to wrap it on up for tonight. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And I want to tell you, on behalf of Todd, Norman, and myself, and the rest of the podcast crew, eat the power foods, stay in good health, and may God bless you and our troops. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us.